like the Buffalo Bills. What's up, Buffalonians? It's your boy, Nick English. If you want the facts, the stats, and all the sports info in the 716, you have come to the right place. This is English Encore, Buffalo's favorite sports channel. I'm your host, Nick English, joined by my co-host, Andrew Ogowich. We are back on a Tuesday, mid-afternoon, early night for a podcast session after the Bills defeated the New England Patriots on Saturday night on Super Wildcard Weekend by a score of 47-17. to 17. Um, It's been a great few days for Bills Mafia, just getting to sit at home, watch the rest of the playoffs go on, um, know you're going to Kansas City this week for a primetime showdown with Mahomes, a rematch of the AFC Championship game last year. But we can't not talk about this Patriots game, what it meant for the city of Buffalo and just what an utter domination Saturday night was. And Andrew, you you were there firsthand to see it, so I'm going to let you take the wheel and pretty much just let you describe for the listeners what that day felt like um, as a member of Bill's Mafia because it looked incredible. <laughs> it was incredible, Nick. It, it was perfect. By every stretch of the imagination – just was perfect the tailgate was perfect the game was perfect just the vibes were perfect it just oh my god I, it was i wasn't cold at all <laughs> the right amount of layers right amount of alcohol consumption right amount of good feels like just everything about saturday was perfect right it was it's over right I am no longer afraid of Bill Belichick. I'm no longer afraid of the Patriots. I was never afraid of the bag of milk they have under center, but it just, it's over. My childhood trauma, at least the Bills part of my childhood trauma has been healed. I called my therapist to cancel our next session because I don't need it anymore. Like it's, it's done. It's over. We can wipe our hands of those pieces of shit in Boston because they're done. They're dead to us. They might be dead to the league if they keep Mac Jones as their quarterback. The game is passing Bill Belichick by, and I will stand by that take. I think he's lost his step. Um, but I just, it was just, it was unbelievable. Just the feeling in the air of being in that stadium and just feeling light. Like, I just felt lighter walking out of that stadium. I mean, the team was perfect. Josh was perfect. The offense was perfect. The defense was perfect. Special teams, perfect. Like, it just everything about that game was, say it with me, Perfect. It was incredible to watch. Right. And, and now you see the uh, people on social media saying, Oh, they, the bills wasted all their energy on their first round and they're going to come out flat in the second round. No, not that's, I, I don't believe that for one minute. That's not what that game was like that game 
was finally putting to bed the Patriots, right? This is our division now. We're the top dogs. We're the big swinging dicks. We don't need Viagra. Like, this is us, right? Like, the Bills are here. We've arrived. You have to now plan for the Bills in the AFC East. That's what that game was. I think that I don't, to be honest, I don't think that game had anything to do with the playoffs. I really don't. Pretend that was just week 18 of the regular season, right? Like, that's just another game that happened, right? Like a side game. Now we go to the play. Now we're in the playoffs, right? Now, Sunday night, the Bills have their first playoff game against the Chiefs. Like, that's how I am looking at this, right? Like, that game was solely about killing the Patriots and what they've done to you for the last 20 years, right? Like, that's what that game was. Um, and they just – they executed perfectly. It just – it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, it felt like a dream. Um, we know it wasn't a dream, but it just – that's what I waited for, right? Like, as, as a kid growing up, through all – through the drought and – all the trauma and everything the team went through and we went through as fans to then be there, right? Like growing up, I never thought I would see the bills in the playoffs, let alone get to go to a playoff game, let alone get to go to a playoff game at the Ralph, let alone let that playoff game at the Ralph be against the Patriots, right? Let alone just dog walk the Patriots. So just everything about it was, a dream it was incredible um and i'm it, it, my favorite moment as a bills fan by far i mean breaking the drought incredible right cried in my dad's arms new year's eve right i'll never forget that but like saturday night saturday as a whole right just oh unbelievable absolutely unbelievable it was a moment that we've been waiting for like you said i mean yeah. for not just, I mean, our age group specifically, because we were kind of right at the prime of the drought and going through all the years, yeah. but even for the lifelong fans to be able to go to that game and just see what we did to a Bill Belichick led team. I mean, Josh, more touchdowns than incompletions. I mean, the worst part of the game was Tyler Bass missing some extra points in the coldest weather, you know, yeah. you could probably have for a kicker. Um, the game itself, I think, pretty much ended on one play. And I think it was the Micah Hyde interception. I mean, Levi bites on the pump fake, you know, Mac Jones actually throws a pretty good ball and Micah Hyde second team, all pro Micah Hyde um, jumps it and just makes one of the greatest interceptions I've ever seen in my life. And from there, the Patriots were playing from behind and they couldn't do anything. The bills offense could not be stopped. J.C. Jackson has no business guarding Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs has a permanent reservation on J.C. Jackson's island. Uh, Dawson Knox. Island. Yeah. J Dawson Knox, an incredible game. Emmanuel Sanders scoring his first touchdown. And I think the best part about this game was they could have easily taken out Josh at the end of like the third quarter, but no. Brian Dable, Sean McDermott, they knew what it meant for the fans and they did not take their foot off the pedal. We're running bootlegs to Knox up 30. 
or throwing touchdowns to Tommy Doyle just because we can, and they couldn't do one single thing about it. And now we get to go into Kansas City. John Feliciano shared the pic- his wallpaper that he's had on his phone all year of the Diggs picture with the confetti. Every Bills fan knows that picture. Obviously, Kansas City's motivated. We beat them earlier in the year. They're favored right now for betting odds. I believe it was two or two and a half this morning. Um, they had an impressive game themselves against Pittsburgh. I mean, that's a completely different opponent. They were obviously injury rattled and their offense couldn't do anything. And, you know, early on, TJ Watt was kind of keeping them in the game and having his way. But then, you know, Patrick Mahomes flipped a switch and they got it going. Uh, by no means is Kansas City going to be an easy opponent, but I think the Bills are in really good shape. Do I think the game the Bills played against the Patriots on Saturday night is something that they can sustain for four straight games? Probably not. The odds of Josh Allen pitching a perfect game for four straight games in the NFL is just unlucky. No quarterback can do it, but even if you get 60, 70% of it, if you play the way you did against them the first time you played, you're going to come out victorious. The crazy part about the game the first time we played them, you know, Josh Allen was your leading rusher. Well, that's not necessarily the case anymore. Devin Singletary had another amazing game. 16 carries for 81 and two touchdowns. I mean, he was running downhill. He was running dudes over. The blocking Ryan Bates and the whole offensive line was unreal once again. And, you know, Yes, we're going to be missing Tredavious White, but we were missing Matt Milano the first time we played him, which I think helps the Bills trying to take away Travis Kelsey. Because going looking at Kansas City, really, if you can do what you can, what they've been trying to do of eliminate Kelsey and Hill and make whoever it is, whether it's Jarek McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, any of these running backs, and then making a Pringle or a Hardman beat you, I think the Bills are in really, really good shape. And I don't think the Chiefs really know what our playbook is made of. If you remember back to the first time we played them, a lot of the Bills scoring drives were quick because we were picking up huge chunk plays at a time, whether it was the Knox touchdown, the Diggs long ball, um, Josh running it himself. We haven't even – no one in the NFL has seen what the Bills' full offensive playbook has been yet. Even against the Patriots game, we were going down and scoring so fast. Josh only threw the ball 25 times. I mean, Diggs only had three catches. Like, this offense still has so many things that are hidden that I think we're going to come out this week. And once again, Isaiah McKenzie being on the field makes the offense so different. His ability to make defenders move. We saw it on the Diggs play with the -the over-the-top shot because the safety moved to McKenzie's side on the motion. We saw it on a few of the touchdown runs where McKenzie would block and Singletary is able to get into open space. He just creates so much chaos, and I really wish that Tyrell Dotson would have gotten out of the way on Micah Hyde's punt return because that would have really just been the dagger of all daggers. And I wouldn't be surprised if going forward that is what – the bills do as far as the return game i think mckenzie's going to handle kickoffs but i think micah hyatt's going to handle a lot of the punt return duties because as i mentioned last time your only job is to get the ball back into the freak of an athlete who wears number 17 on the bills 
And every time we did that, he went down the field against New England and scored. And I really like Buffalo's chances on Sunday night in Kansas City. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get more about Kansas City in a minute. Um, but back to New England. <clears throat> a reason I think, right, like the game was so amazing. Obviously, it was a perfect game, blah, 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 everything I just talked about. But like, like you said, I don't think we saw the full offense. I mean, it was a full team effort on Saturday, right? Like Diggs had what two catch three catches, right? One was that long ball, beautiful throw, beautiful catch. Um, he's got three catches, uh, Beasley one catch for 19 yards. All your production came from either on the ground with Devin or right. Isaiah making things happen. Knox having a huge game again. Um, Gabe, Dave, Emmanuel Sanders, another long, beautiful ball to Emmanuel Sanders in the end zone. Beautiful. Right. So it's like your superstars weren't even superstars in the game. Obviously Joshua's, but like your receivers weren't. So it's, it, it was a full Tommy Doyle, the dude who signed his contract in full uniform, right? Like he gets a touchdown. Incredible. So like just everyone was involved. Everyone was on top of their game. Um, and the offensive line was incredible. Bates, Spencer, Justin, but Mitch Morse. Oh my God. He played out of his mind. Like go back and watch some of the plays. Like, Dude is just zipping around the field. He he had Justin Zimmer energy, right? Like I, I early in the season talked about how much I love Justin Zimmer because the dude just doesn't give up on any plays. He is sprinting full speed down the field to where he needs to go. That's what Mitch Morris was doing on Saturday. Like he just he was incredible. He was playing out of his mind. Um, so he, he just unbelievable job by everyone on that field. Um. And again, like, that's why I don't think they're going to fizzle out, right? They waste all their energy um, because everyone produced. It wasn't like Diggs carrying it or Josh had to carry the team, carry the offense by running a thousand times and getting bumped around. Like, no, everyone was producing. Everyone was in there. Everyone was getting snaps. Reggie Gilliam, unbelievable game, went under the radar, but his blocking was crisp. He had uh, a couple – he had one reception, but, like, just when he was out there, he made a difference. Everyone was making a difference every time they stepped foot on that field. There was not one player who did something, you're like, ah, what are you doing? No, like, it, it just – it was incredible game plan, um, right? And I think back to early in the season when we were scratching our heads thinking, man, what is Dayball doing? What is Sean doing? Um, but – they must know something, right? At least more than us two stooges talking into our computers every week. <laughs> but like this team, like I've been saying, like they've just come alive. Five game winning streak. Everything is clicking at the right time and they're getting hot and it's not your stereotypical hot. It's the hot for this team where everyone is doing their job, right? That one 11th mindset that Sean has been talking about. Um, and it's just like good wholesome team victories and that's what you need to beat the the chiefs coming up this weekend and i think i have full confidence we're going to beat the chiefs this weekend um i've been playing back and forth with the idea of going i don't think i'm going to go we'll see um but the reason and the sole reason why i 
think we win. What did the Chiefs have as motivation? Like you said, yeah, we beat them earlier, but like, let's be honest. If you compare this Bills team, their bulletin board material, or what their motivation is for winning this game, compared to what the Chiefs' motivation, their bulletin board material is, like, what, what do the Chiefs have to play for? Like, yeah, obviously they want to win, keep going, go to another Super Bowl, whatever. But it's like, you think of that picture of Diggs on the field with confetti. What happened last year, right? How we lost to them to go to the Super Bowl. You think of all that this Bills team has gone through this year, all those tough, close losses, the ups and downs of the season, trying to get back. Now we finally put away New England. That is done. That demon is exercised, right? What's next on the list? It's beating the Chiefs, your next big rival. You've played them how many years in a row now, right? They, they think they own you. It's been back and forth and back and forth, right? The headline rivalry is Josh versus Patrick. Like, it's time for us to show the league, show everyone who we are, what we're made of. Like, it just – I don't think the Chiefs can match the energy or the motivation or the termination, the determination that this Bills team has, right? Like, I just – that I think is the X factor for them in this game is like this Bills team is just going to be way more motivated and just are going to outplay, out heart, and out want this game more than the Chiefs are. Um, now, right, you're playing the Chiefs at home, and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are just dominant at home in the playoffs, right? He is six and one, that one being the overtime loss to the Patriots in what 2019 in the conference championship where they didn't even get the ball in overtime. So they're incredible at home. Right. Um, but I just, I don't, I just, I think that motivation, like I said, that the, this bills team has, is just enough to push them over the top and just take care of, business and do what you need to do to repeat what we saw this past weekend yeah and I think if Kansas City was to lose like you're kind of alluding to it's like all right even if they lose it's okay well they lost to the Bills who are obviously a hot team right now and they've went to back-to-back Super Bowls and went to three straight AFC championships before that you know it was only due time for them to eventually slip up once and they'll be back next year where Buffalo, if we go to Kansas city and lose on Sunday, it's well, you know, the bills still can't make, or the bills aren't ready for the moment. The chiefs still have your number. It's a lost season. You wasted all your energy first. The Patriots they're overrated. They're overrated. Josh Allen isn't good enough yet. This, that, and the third. So I completely agree with what you're saying there. Um, I think the bills offensively match up really well against their defense. If the offensive line can hold up because Chris Jones and Ingram have been playing really well for them up front. Obviously you always have to be aware of where Tyron Matthews at, but um, Spagnola is someone that's known for playing man coverage. And I think Dan Orlovsky actually pointed out today on the Pat McAfee show that he Allen just, shreds man coverage like if you really want to leave Stefan Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders and those guys one-on-one 
all game, the same thing that happened to you earlier in the season against us is going to happen. You're not going to be able to recover or, you know, guard all of our receivers. And even in that game, like Knox, Diggs had some big catches. Sanders was obviously good. McKenzie was not nearly as involved in that game plan at that time. Same thing with Beasley and Gabriel Davis really wasn't that big of a part in that game either. He only had one catch in that game. Um, and then, like I said, Devin Singh at that, that time, Zach Moss was the hot hand. He was the one that had a really good game the last time we played them. And Devin Singletary clearly is motivated. They were talking about how he talked to Thurman Thomas and he's, you know, he's one of the best running backs the last six weeks in NFL, just averaging yards per carry. He's got like eight touchdowns in his last six games. Like he has taken it to another level. And I think this is a game where I would not be surprised at all. If you see Stefan Diggs go for 130 to 170 yards. That picture definitely still is very much in his head. He obviously didn't have a huge game, but obviously won the matchup against JC Jackson. He knows there's no one on that sideline that can cover. And if it takes throwing the ball, to digs 20 times on Sunday night to get us the next round, then throw it to him 20 times. He's ready for the moment. Josh alluded to it when he talked to Kyle Brent last year on his 10 questions podcast that Josh said that he thought about that, that game last year, every single day. And I don't think he stopped thinking about it because he wants to get back to that AFC championship. And, you know, depending on what happens, you're either getting a home playoff game against the Bengals or you're going to Tennessee where you lost earlier in the season. The Bills have history of the Music City Miracle. You don't like their head coach. They have a snotty fan base, and you can go to their house and shut them up and go to the Super Bowl. Um, not having Trey is definitely going to hurt. He covered up a lot of things against Hill. Um, Jackson and Wallace are going to have to keep playing at a high level. Um, Levi started off, I thought in the Patriots game, a little rough, but kind of after he got that tipped interception, he kind of settled in. I thought Dane Jackson played really well. Um, Poyer and Hyde, I think Edmonds and Milano have to be the key, um, on defense and we got to get to Mahomes and cause pressure like we did the first time we played him. So whether that's Russo, Epinesa, Hughes, Butler, whoever it is, we got to cause a lot of pressure and don't let Mahomes get in that groove of being at home. You know, just go out, do what you did against the Patriots, score quick, score early, force them to play from behind and make them use their running backs that they don't really have or Hardman and Pringle and those guys to beat you. Take away Mahomes' biggest two things, which I think Frazier's going to drop a game plan to do. And there's no reason the Bills won't either be hosting or going to Tennessee for a chance to go to the Super Bowl after this Sunday. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll go back to the man coverage point. I mean, that's that's huge right, huge right there, right? Kansas City loves playing in man, and I hope they do play man, right? Like, because, like you said, like Josh loves playing against man coverage. He's just so good at it, right? Like, he can wait you out. If you lock down the receivers, Josh is so good at waiting out in the offensive line lately has been playing well enough to allow him to either wait out the coverage, allow digs to do something incredible and find a way to get open or right bees to make an incredible pass or um, Gabe Dave to go on the sideline and make a great toe drag swag catch there. Or Josh says, fuck it and beat you with his legs. Right? Like, so yeah, 
I hope they stick to a man um, D let Josh do what he's been doing lately. Right. His, his eyes, I think have gotten way better beginning of the season. He was missing throws that he shouldn't miss, right. Wide open receivers um, or just if he would have gone up to the next level, would have seen a better matchup than where he put the ball. He's been doing way better at that lately, right? He's trusting what he's seeing. He's trusting his receivers. Um, so, yeah, please play man defense. I, I'm not um, – them having, you know, Chandler Jones back, that's a worry. We didn't play him the first time. He was out when we played the first time, but – like I said, the defense has been playing – or the offensive line has been playing so good. Like, I'm not worried about that aspect. I think they'll keep Josh clean. They'll keep him upright and allow him to, to eat. Um, however, right, like, though, we know this Chiefs defense is aggressive, right? Think of the first time we played or even um, back in last year's AFC championship. They like to pull and tug and get away with things and get overly aggressive. Um, and we know like from the past, that's really gotten to Bill's receivers and they're looking for those penalties. And even Josh, right. Has a tendency to look for those penalties and right. Go crazy when we don't get them. So like, you know, they're going to do that. They're a dirty defense. They like to play hand games right off the line. They're going to get in your face. They're going to push around. Um, so you either have to one, know that going in, know it going to it either way, but like, either get aggressive back, which the Bills tried to do in the first matchup with them this season, you know, either try to take advantage of it, overplay things, try to get penalties, or just play through it. Like, just play your game. You know they're going to do that to you, so be extra crisp on your routes. Do those quick slants, quick outside something, right, to not allow them to get your hands on you right away or play you hard. Um and just let them keep doing it and don't let it bother you, right? Like we know Josh has a tendency to look for penalties and think he's getting one and then piss away an opportunity to make a play, right? So um, I think if they can keep that level, um, level set, level-minded, they're going to be fine. Um, I mean, they, they – they gave 21 points to the Steelers and their joke of an offense. I don't think we're going to have a problem scoring against this defense. Um, right. They might have, honestly, they might have given up more than 21 to the Steelers if the Steelers receivers decided to catch a ball, you know. So um, I'm not worried about this offense eating against their defense. Now, our defense, yeah, not having Trey is hurt, really hurts. Like this is the first game besides the Tampa game that it's going to kind of stink not having Trey back there. But it doesn't worry me because the way that Hyde and Poirier have been playing and their ability to just lock down the second half of that field is just unmatched, right? There's a reason they're both all pro players. Um, I just, they're flying all over the place. And, and the rest of the DB room has just really stepped up uh, incredibly impressed with what they've done the second half of the season. Um, they're playing well enough to not hurt you. Um, I think they're going to be fine. Right. And having Matt Milano in this game is huge. It's a huge difference. 
Um, you can shut down Kelsey a little bit easier. You can take away the middle of the field where Pringle and Hardman like to eat and live. Um, so yeah, you don't have a lockdown corner to take away Tyreek Hill. That's going to be interesting, but I mean, we've been playing defense by committee the second half of the season and they've done pretty damn good job of it. So, um, I think they're going to be fine. The defensive line, great point, right? Like they, they have to get into Mahomes' face. Um, I think they will, right? Ed Oliver's been an unreal. Harry has, Harry Phillips, dude's incredible. He has earned a contract, right? Like beginning of the season, we said this is either put up or shut up for Harrison Phillips. Dude has put up. Um, so pay him, right? Harry's got to just have a monstrous game like he's been having. And Boogie Basham, Boogie Basham's been having, putting together a great past couple games here, right? He's getting tackles. He's getting into his spot. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the defensive line is probably going to be sneak peek. I think they're going to have to play the biggest role on defense um, outside of the uh, safeties. But I just – I feel good about this game. Um I don't, I don't, I'm not scared of the chiefs. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't think they should be either. I don't think that the bill should be either. Um, we know who the chiefs are. We know what they're made of. We know what their go-to things are. And like you said earlier, Nick, do we really know what the bills are? Do we really know what their go-to things are? We don't because it just keeps changing now, right? That could go to inconsistency, but one day Josh goes off. The other game, Devin goes off. The other game, Diggs goes off. So we don't know what we're going to get. And they they have to game plan for all of that. Um, so I, um, I'm feeling good. I'm looking forward to this weekend. And, um, yeah, they're going to know, are they playing for a home AFC championship game? Or, like you said, a revenge game to Tennessee, which, again, is just another item to their list of motivation. To be able to bring an AFC championship game to your fans, the same fans who you won the AFC East in front of for the first time in 30 years, the same fans who you just killed your rivalry, your, your rivals in front of like, yeah, I think they're going to be okay. Energy wise. I think they're going to be able to put together another incredible performance. Um, so all that, combined into saying I'm not worried at all I think Milano back to helps from the standpoint of you saw them throw it to McKinnon out of the backfield six times against the Steelers which I think Milano definitely helps taking away and we saw in the first game where I think the key for the Bills to win this game is going to be defensively like I'm not really worried about the offense scoring um, it's getting pressure on Mahomes and then if he's able to escape covering the back end, because you know, the chiefs offense, they get impatient. He doesn't want to take the check down. He wants to beat you over the top, get the chunk plays, which the bills weren't allowing the first time. I mean, you look at the Steelers game, Travis Kelsey had a 48 yard reception. McCall Hardman had a 41. Uh, Robinson had a 30 McKinnon had a 25 Tyreek Hill had a 31 Pringle had a 15. They like to stretch the ball down the field. If you take that away, you're going to make Mahomes dink and dump, and you're going to be able to get them off the field more times than not. Um, and it all comes down to if you get into the red zone, 
can the Bills do what they've done the last four years with Poyer and Hyde and Wesley Frazier and McDermott and play that Ben don't break defense. Um, it's not going to be as cold. looks like the weather's going to be pretty good. I'm not worried about Bass missing a few extra points. He's been consistent all year. He made a few big kicks for us last year in that stadium and this year. Um, so I'm not worried about him at all. Um, it's going to be a good game. I don't think there's any way that the Bills do what they did to the Patriots against the Chiefs. I just don't think that that's going to happen. It's going to be a lot closer of a game. Um, but that being said, I think the Bills are probably going to win. And I would go probably with like a 34-23 is kind of what I'm feeling. I think the Bills defense can cause a few turnovers um, and I think their offense is going to continue to um, pull things that we haven't seen this year. I think you're going to see a trick player to that we have not seen yet. And like I said before, I think Stefan Diggs is going to have um, maybe the best playoff game he's ever had on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the betting lines aren't out as far as like player props and what they're doing yet, but, I would take an over on Josh rushing yards. He's the past couple of weeks. He's been sitting around like 40 to 45. I would take an over on that. Um, Diggs has been sitting anywhere from like 65 to 80 yards. Yeah. I think I'd take an over on that. Um, the points wise for this game, 54 and a half. Um, I mean, I could see this game being, 31 24 so that's 55 that's right there so um i don't know about that one yet but yeah i mean bills are still dogs you can get a money line at plus 114 plus money so yeah i uh it's gonna be one hell of a game it's i'm so ready for it i, I can't wait i see I want to go so bad, but I don't think it's worth it. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I'm just, I'm ready to put one more demon to rest, put one more nail in the coffin um, and just keep steamrolling teams. Um, so oh, I wanted to make a shout out. I, I forgot about it when we were talking about the Patriots game. Can we talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick for a minute? This dude is a future uh, backup quarterback for the Bills yeah. next year. This guy is under contract. He's getting paid $10 million by another NFL team, right? So think about that. Another active player on another NFL team bought tickets with his own money to sit in the stands with fans at a Buffalo Bills game. He got shirtless for it. Like, yeah, he's under the heaters and the red seats, but still, like, what? Where else does that happen? That's absolutely incredible. So shout out to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just, it's unbelievable. I saw that on social media on the way home from the game. And it's just, that's incredible. Like, that's cool. That's the Buffalo difference, right? Like the, just this team, right? There's just, there's something about this team. Like, yes, last year was incredible. It was fun. Never could have imagined it happening. Um, it was really cool. We got so close, but like, I don't know. Like this year, this team just feels different. I mean, it is different. Obviously it's a different year, uh, a little bit of a different roster, but I just think what they've been through this season with the ups and downs and the Jacksonville loss and tripping against the Titans and all those other like weird scenarios that happened, right. 
it's it's brought this team together in a different sense that the Hal Murray didn't do, right? Like last year, the Hal Murray was the turning point of the season and the Bills turned it on and went scorched earth again. It's everyone and any, anyone. But like this team, there's been a couple turning points for the season, um, but they just keep getting better and better each time something happens to knock them down. Um, and they're just, they get knocked down, but they're not staying down. They're getting up and they're going farther and they're looking better and more pieces are clicking and more like the, the puzzle is slowly getting put together more and more and more. And it's like, that's the difference of then, you know, teams in the past or even any other team in the, in the playoffs right now. It's just like this team, every time you think that, uh, all right, Hey, it was a good season. We'll come back again next year. Right. Like uh, the line was decimated. They were moving around different scenarios or, um, you know, whatever, right. Like they're just back and they just keep getting better and better. And it's, um, it's incredible to watch. And it's just like, I don't want the season to end. Like, I don't want to stop watching this team. So another reason to just go out there, play your game, set aside the noise and just show them what you can do. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to Sunday night. I also think that last year when the bills got, behind against the chiefs that team wasn't ready or equipped to stay in that game or come back i think that this team if for some reason they were to go down 10 to 14 17 you know early on in the game i don't think that they would be afraid of the moment and they'd be able to come back and win the game now, that being said, I hope that they don't do that and they need to come out right. and just score and get ahead. But I think their mindset this year is way different. I think that comes with the experience of pretty much most of this roster outside of the rookies has been there now. They know what to expect. Sean McDermott knows what he needs to do. And like you said, with the holding, you know the Chiefs are going to hold and grab you. I think the one thing the Bills receivers need to do, a lot of times they kind of just flail their arms and hope for a call. Like, try to make an actual play on the ball, and maybe you're going to draw a flag. Like, don't just flail your arms and hope. Like, And like you said, play through it. The more you play through it, the less bitching you do the refs. I think later on in the game, you're going to get some calls. And something the Bills did on Saturday night, they were very, very disciplined. Not a lot of penalties, a couple holding calls here and there, but they were super disciplined and they need to do that. Do I think that they're going to get some more penalties than they did against Patriots? Obviously, it's in Kansas City. The odds of the Bills getting that little of penalties again is just very slim. Um, the Bills know that they're one of the least you know, teams that gets calls as far as holding and pass interference for their receivers, but um, like you said, I just don't want to watch this team stop playing. It still kind of doesn't feel real from um, the Patriots game, but um, like well, you said, it, no, go ahead. It, so Buffalo fanatics, if you don't follow them on Instagram or Twitter, I don't know what you're doing. You should be incredible account, but they put together a playoff trailer leading into this weekend's game. And right, there's a line where they say, This is the team we've been waiting for. 
this is the quarterback we've suffered through the drought for. And it's true. Like this team is the culmination of all those years, all the hard work. Like it's a special team, right? And think Dable, Frazier, um, you've got front office people who are getting all, out. Everyone's getting interviews, right? You might lose Mitchell Trubitsky. You might lose some pieces. And it's like, I think they understand like this team is special. So we need to take advantage of it before these pieces start to leave us in the off season. I hope it doesn't like, I hope that doesn't happen. Right. You, I mean, you can't tell a coach not to go take a head coach job, right? Like that's why they coach. Um, but like, there's a real chance that this team is nowhere near what it looked like this year, next year. Um, so yeah, I think it's, now or never you've put in the work you've paid your dues the next logical step is take care of the chiefs go to the afc championship hopefully play at home win there and punch your ticket to la um so we'll see let's not get too ahead of ourselves right but um it starts in kansas city this weekend yeah i think this is a moment that we've been waiting for for a year now that photos ingrained in all of our heads maybe it's not the afc championship game but it's a chance to go and have redemption at that again and going through the opponent that took us out last year so um definitely something for every bills fan to be excited for i think there's gonna be a lot of bills fans in attendance um okay. don't have to worry about having um an hour delay like we did um earlier in the season hopefully <laughs> you never know um, but I think Sean's going to have the Bills ready to go, and I think they're going to have another strong week of practice, which I think where it all starts. They obviously are humble. They know what's ahead of them. I mean, shit, they usually show the postgame, you know, locker room speeches of McDermott and all them, and usually it's, you know, anywhere from 40 seconds to a minute 30, and the one they did after the Patriots was like 15 seconds. Like, they know what's ahead of them. Yeah. They know that it was a good step, but that they have – way more aspirations of what they want to do um, for this season. So I um, think that's pretty much it. It's been a great week. If you're a Bills fan, you got to watch a bunch of other shitty games, honestly, for a wild card weekend. Um, but you got to sit at home watching the replay of that game over and over. You got to enjoy all the media talking about you. Kyle Brandt, shout out to him too. He obviously yeah. came to the game and had a blast. Um, so it's uh, pretty much it. The Sabres, they they suck. They got a lot going on COVID-wise. They're playing in Ottawa tonight, but um, we'll save them for another time. We're going to have plenty of time to uh, talk about them. Jack Quinn had four goals today in Rochester, but um, other than that, not too much going on with them. I think everyone's pretty much solely uh, locked in on the Bills for the at least next month and a half or so. And rightfully so. So um, I guess before we go, usually we do bills, X factors and all that stuff, but I want to change it up this week. One player on offense and defense that the bills need to be worried about for the chiefs. Mm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> defense Chandler Jones, right? Like we didn't Chris Jones. That's what I meant. You get it. Um, Chris Jones, we didn't see him the first time we played him. He's a difference maker for them on that line. Um, but I think that's really a big piece on their defense on the offense. Um, 
Dan Orlovsky mentioned this on Pat's show today. Um, he said if if Pringle has a big game, that's a bad sign for the Bills, um, right? Because you allow um, Kermit Mahomes to get down to the ladder of you know his receiver tree to to get to him, um, and he's usually beating you underneath. So um, let's hope Pringle doesn't have a, a big game. Yeah, I would say for defense would be Sorensen. Um, I think he has a lot of motivation considering what happened to him the last time yeah. we played them. He had a lot of blown coverages. He hasn't had the best season. Um, so I think he's super motivated for the game and obviously is a key part to their defense, especially when Tyron Matthews always creeping up on the line of scrimmage. Um, he's someone that you have to watch out for. Offensively, I think it's got to be Kelsey. I just think that Every time we play them, he always finds some sort of way to get involved. Um, I don't think Milano is going to be able to shut him out by any stretch, but um, I feel like the offense goes as he goes. Hill's obviously dealing with a little bit of an injury, and he knows the Bills are going to double him and put stuff over the top. But, um, you know, I just think that Travis Kelsey kind of makes their offense go, especially when – um, maybe Mahomes is a little bit off. He's kind of that go-to guy. So I think that's who I would be worried about if I was the Bills. But I think we're going to be all good for Sunday. Um, hopefully we're going to be back next week um, with some better news. And hopefully we'll be hosting um, an AFC championship because definitely go Bengals. I hope Joe Burrow lights up Nashville. That would be great. Um, so think that's pretty much it unless you got anything else no just go bills go bills all right we appreciate everyone for tuning in if you do not follow us on instagram please give us a follow there at english encore podcast it's been english encore podcast buffalo's favorite sports channel what a connection allen and Diggs. no one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills.